The Boost Podcast is sponsored in part by Reveal Wealth. Let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you on your financial journey. From individual financial planning, family financial planning, business planning, insurance planning, and more, Reveal Wealth's holistic approach gives you the freedom to take control of your financial security. No matter your age or stage in life, the professionals at Reveal Wealth are ready to assist. Contact them now for a free initial consultation. Go to WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. Take control of your financial security by allowing Reveal Wealth to serve you. WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. And tell them you heard about them on the Boost Podcast. The Boost Podcast serves an energetic community of business leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals who are growth-minded. If you, your business, or organization would like to share your service, product, or expertise with the Boost Podcast community, contact Kelly Leonard. Email kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Again, that's kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard, the podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello, and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Andrea White is a business consultant and strategist with more than 25 years of helping clients to save time, money, and effort, bypassing overwhelm, frustration, and detours. Her clients consistently get results in developing a far-reaching brand presence, attracting repeat, raving customers, and making consistent leaps in sales. The part of Boost we tackle during our conversation is build your brand. Hi, Andrea. Welcome to the Boost podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am super excited to be here and to spend some time with you. Yes, yes, likewise. And I know folks can't see me, but I'm grinning ear to ear because ahead of this conversation, you just shared that you completed your class for your coaching certification. So I just want to give a big shout out and a congratulations to you on that milestone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. I have been formally and informally coaching for, let me see, I'm going on 28 years, I think, as you know, as a professional career. And um, so I finally sort of sealed the deal and made it official uh, with the certification. So it was a really good group, great class. Luckily, we were able to do it virtually as well, which, you know, makes it, you know, all the more sort of accessible. um, And the facilitator was great. So I'm super excited. Excellent. So we do know that Andrea White is a great, phenomenal, new certified coach. But what else for folks who are hearing your name for the first time? Introduce yourself, please. Um, So thank you. So um, my name, of course, is Andrea White, and um, I am currently living in Jacksonville, Florida, by way of Atlanta. 
uh, Georgia, where I grew up uh, most of my life, in case you hear the little twang. And I've been in Jacksonville for just probably about five or six years now, I think. And um, I provide coaching and consulting. Um, I have two sort of primary uh, customers. Uh, So I do a lot of work with um, solopreneurs, so people who are looking to start or take their businesses to the next level. I love helping people, of course, and uh, one of my just natural talents is really being able to help be, help people to um, become better at whatever their gift is. Um, and so I'm thankful um, that I've been blessed with that gift. Um, so I have a couple of coaching programs. I have clients where um, I have a very uh, unique uh, system that I take them through from A to Z uh, to be able to start and grow their businesses. And then I also have um, B2B uh, clients as well. Uh, And so I do a lot of leadership development work, um, a lot of diversity, inclusion, and respect uh, work as well. And then I also um, specialize in helping women of color to advance in their careers. Uh, And so a lot of my B2B clients have me to either develop leadership development programs for them or to facilitate those programs um, on their behalf. Uh, And so, again, it's just an opportunity to help people to tap into um, their gifts at another level. And I think that's one of the most honorable things um, that I've been blessed to be able to do really easily, naturally, um, just super blessed. Wow. Well, I appreciate the fact that you, um, it's diversity and inclusion and respect. I have, I rarely hear respect being brought into that conversation. So is that I'm assuming there's some level of intentionality behind including that, um, that very powerful word around respect. So ironically, I don't know if I would have said that before I moved to Jacksonville, Florida. Really? Yes. Um, And so as a consultant, uh, before we moved here, I was, you know, in my business uh, full time and traveling across the country, many cities, many states, I've been on Native American reservations, like I've been everywhere, including New York, where my youngest son is going to school right now, too. But I did a lot of work uh, in New York prior to him attending college there. But I have never sort of been in a space that is just as hard to navigate um, in terms of just respect for just people. Like I'm a person, Mm. Um, my next door neighbor is a person. Um, and so it is a, an, an interesting sort of ecosystem here. That's wow. all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think this is, you know, sort of outside of diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's really about also helping people to perhaps open their minds to what it means to just respect people. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't necessarily like them, you're not like them. Um, I just think as, you know, for humanity's sake, you know, like we have to at least respect each other at a very basic level. I'm not talking about, you know, respect 901. I'm just, 
right right yeah i'm just talking about the old 99 just yeah yeah like like let, like let's make it as basic as some of y'all I, i'll just put myself although I'll, some of us love pets more than we do people right like mm-hmm. it's like at a minimum can we treat people like yeah child that's a whole look that's a whole nother podcast because look we are here to talk about compelling brands look (laughs) I'm just like if I smile at you smile back I'm not asking we don't have to say hello that's what southern people do like if I smile like you know (laughs) you know not asking for what oh my goodness I don't know that I would have said diversity uh, inclusion and respect before moving here. And so, um, again, it's always being, you know, open to learning, to thinking, to doing things differently. And so um, I've certainly learned and grown uh, to to think about that and talk about that with as many people as I can. Wow. Well, I definitely <laughs> appreciate the work that you're doing in that space. And, and yeah, there's there's no shortage of opportunities um, for us to uh, embody yes. respect. Yes. So thank you, thank you for that. And I know so you led with talking about the your passion and support for solopreneurs, and I know you do a lot to help with branding. And so one of the things that I would love for you to share is um, as you think of brands and compelling brands, what do you think are some of the key ingredients or elements of a compelling brand? Kelly, this is one of my favorite things to talk about. And my clients get super excited. This is one of the first things we work on in one of my coaching programs. So most of the time when people think about branding, they think about, you know, logos and fonts and colors and things of that nature. But a brand is really, you know, a living, breathing thing. And when you do your, when you put your brand together really well, it actually functions as an attraction, as a magnet. Um, It actually functions as energy to draw people to your products and services. And so, you know, your logo, your fonts, your um, colors, things of that nature are your brand assets, but that's certainly not all-inclusive of what attracts, motivates, and energizes people to become your customers, and let alone your repeat customers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, we talk about five compelling ingredients to put together a really solid brand, excuse me. And so the first uh, ingredient is, uh, and it's actually an acronym, uh, and the acronym is BRAND. And so the B stands for Blueprint. And so this is really, um, it's the master plan for um, your customer's experience. And so we always talk about when I'm talking with clients, I always ask them, you know, a question about what's your favorite brand. And so one of the most common ones across the country uh, is Target. Mm. Uh, Target, Old Navy. Some people say Old Navy as well, because uh, when you think about Old Navy and you see their commercials on TV, mm-hmm. they're always fun, colorful, usually family oriented. Uh, and so, you know, that makes people, that makes you kind of perk up. You probably might little bop a little bit to the commercials, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, I love to dance. So anything I'm, you know, I'll dance to a commercial. Um, and so as a business owner, you want to think about what is the customer experience that you want 
you want to be known for. Um, and so then, you know, from there, you begin to figure out what are the elements uh, that you're going to consistently convey. And so I am, you know, my brand, for instance, is, um, you know, I'm su- I'm professional. I know a lot, but I'm super fun. I love to have fun. I love to um, laugh and smile. Um, and I'm always working to get better. And so um, I have a sort of an air of professionalism with a little bit of fun on the side, mm-hmm. right? So you want to think about, you know, your master plan for your customer experience. And then you want to make sure that you're delivering that consistently. Otherwise, it's not a blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, the second ingredient is relationship. And so this is really about the thoughts, the feelings, and the psychological relationship that you want to have with your customers. Uh, And so again, it's all about how do you want your customers uh, to feel when they're shopping with you, when they receive a package from you, when they interact with you, you know, if you're a service-based business such as myself. Uh, And so what's the relationship that you want your customers to feel? And then the third ingredient is agreement. Uh, And this can actually be made up of a couple of different uh, elements and, um, It is uh, the promise of what your customer will experience from your business. And so uh, one of the examples that I like to use for agreement is Nordstrom. Uh, At one time, you could take stuff back without Mm -hmm. a receipt, right? Without a receipt, it didn't matter how long, et cetera. That is an agreement that they have with their customers. And it is an agreement that really attracts people to their store, right? Like I feel, I, I feel good if I shop at Nordstrom and I have to take something back, mm-hmm. right? So what are the agreements that you're going to make known to your customers that's going to help attract them and energize them and motivate them to continuously shop with you and tell other people about you? Mm-hmm. And then the fourth ingredient is nature. Uh, And so this is um, probably the most fun part of branding. Uh, And so this is where you actually can derive where your logo comes from, what colors you use, your font, because your nature is the personality of your business. And so, you know, if you are Um, fun and quirky, then, you know, you're probably going to use, you know, bright colors, you're not going to use blacks and grays, that kind of thing. Uh, And so when you think about the nature part of your brand, um, you're thinking about, in essence, what's the personality, what's the character, what's the style um, of your business. Uh, And so again, it can too, Um, be thought of as the emotional association of your brand. And then you use your assets, like your logo, your colors, your fonts, to really say that for you without you really having to say anything. And then the last element is, what is your distinction? And so, especially in these days and times, we have so many people starting businesses, whether they're full-time or whether they're part-time businesses. Uh, I tend to have to work Uh, a lot here in this particular part of branding with my clients, because this is all about what makes you different from everyone else. Um, And so why you, why, you know, uh, what's going to make you stand out from others 
uh, that are doing the same thing that you're doing? What is the unique identity of your business? So we have blueprint, we have relationship, agreement, nature, and distinction. Those are the five ingredients of a compelling brand. And when done really well, you know, with support and feedback, um, then you can, you know, build out a business where your customers are excited to hear from you. Uh, they're excited to shop with, with you. They're excited to shop with you more than one time. And they're excited to tell other people about your business as well. Uh, and so as we get into that conversation, as I get into that conversation with my clients, you know, a lot of times they come into working with me with like logo, fine, all of those things figured out. And then once we go through this exercise, they don't match. Mm, yeah. So um, it is like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And this is something, you know, and this is something that I can live and breathe and, and actually show my customers via social media, via paid advertisement, um, if they're doing any podcasting, um, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it is how that they, it's how they can uh, convey their brand uh, to potential customers. Wow. Awesome. And so then once someone has gone through this process and they've got, they've developed this compelling brand, how do you use the brand to then increase your reach and your revenue? So your brand is all about consistency. That's the the biggest thing. So once you kind of put these ingredients together, um, you really have to be consistent and you know, how you are depicting your business, your products and your services. Uh, And so just by being consistent, number one, (laughs) being consistent, that is going to attract people. Um, That's going to increase your reach. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, in on top of, you know, being consistent and uh, consistently showing uh, your personality, your nature, I should say, and then consistently putting yourself, putting your business in front of your ideal customers. Sometimes people haven't really figured out their brand, nor have they figured out who their customers are. And you can't really put your brand together until you know who you're going to to work with and so uh, or sell to. And so once you go through this branding exercise and you have the ability to identify who you're Um, customer is, then you're able to consistently get in front of the right people, which is another way that you increase your reach. Um, And then you add that with their four main uh, sources of traffic that we all have to use as business owners. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, on top of um, sort of demonstrating your consistent brand, you want to do that through social traffic. You want to do that through search traffic. You want to do that through um, relationship traffic. And then, you know, uh, finally, you want to do that through paid advertising traffic, paid traffic, I should say. And so you show up consistently using these brand ingredients in those four lanes of traffic. And that's how you can consistently increase your reach over time. Andrea, you have given us a lot to chew on in a short amount of time. And so if folks are listening in and they're like, you know what, I need 
a little element. I need, I need some of that brand, that compelling brand in my life to, to boost my business. What's the best way for folks to reconnect with you? So the best way is to, um, I actually have a download that people can um, grab hold of. And that's a great way to stay connected. Uh, and so they can get that download at elitebusinesscoaching.org uh, forward slash uh, one hour marketing, all one word. Uh, that's the best way. And then um, the second best way is I am at Elite Coach Andrea across um, all social platforms. I am not on Twitter, um, but I mainly use Facebook and Instagram. I just joined TikTok. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know about the dancing and lip syncing and all that. Although I love to dance, I haven't gotten there yet. Um, and but I primarily use Facebook and Instagram, uh, and then I'm uh, I primarily use LinkedIn for my B two B work. But Facebook, Instagram, just join TikTok. Um, but I'm at Elite Coach Andrea across all social media platforms. Excellent. No, thank you. Thank you so much for your time and your insight. This has been extraordinary. Thank you. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. Thank you.